How's uh, retired life treating you? It's been good. Um, busy, of course, kind of getting the transition into the real world, the 9 to 5. You missed getting, those four and a half hour work days. Yeah, I'm not getting my nap in at 2 o'clock every day. <laughs> I had to get through that, you know, afternoon <laughs> coffee. So, uh, no, it's been really good, though. Thanks. You played uh, two years with Chris Jones. Tell me about him as a coach. You know, Playing for Coach Jones was something special. Uh, even coming into that 2015 year, I, I knew something was even more special about that season. And, um, you know, he, he's just such a, a good player coach uh, as well as very business-minded, and he understands the game of football. Um, you know, I'd say Coach Jones is probably the best coach I've ever played for. Uh, it's an honor to play for him, privilege to play for him, to see how he runs meetings, see how he motivates the guys, his halftime speeches. He always knows when to, you know, pick the guys up, when to put them down, um, and he, he gets the most out of his players, and that's something that I've seen being in the locker room. Um, challenges guys to be the best they can be, has high expectations of everybody, and he knows that uh, when it comes to the CFL, it's all about winning, and he does a lot of that. In your opinion, is he the right guy at the right time for this franchise? I think there's no question. I think the board did a good job of, uh, you know, interviewing all the candidates that they had and um you know i think that uh, coach jones is going to be welcome back in this community i think a lot of people are going to be excited to have him back at the at the the spot and um you know i think there's no question that he's going to do a great job of turning this organization around back to a winning season what's your what's your best memory chris jones as a coach uh, is there one particular speech one particular moment that really jumps out at you when you think about him I'd probably have to, you know, there was a lot of those because it was cool to see just his coaching tactics and uh, he was very player engaged. We did a lot of, uh, you know, our workouts weren't just basic workouts. You know, he would put a he would put a competitive aspect to it. So guys were always, you know, working harder than they usually would be on just a rundown day. Right. So it was cool to see all that stuff. But, you know, probably it would have been, you know, great cup. Um, just seeing how composed he was in, in, in such a big game like that. Um, obviously, with his departure after, um, that halftime speech was, was one of the most memorable moments that I would have had. And, uh, you know, just relating to, hey, this is our last last time together here, guys, and this locker room is going to be different. And, you know, let's go out there and, and, you know, basically get this win together as a team, as a family. And, um, you know, if you saw us come out of that locker room after halftime, it was a whole new whole new side of the Eskimos in 2015, and that was a lot to do with him. Uh, we're going to get to Dave Campbell's got a question in a moment, but I, I just want to go back to that. There's probably some animosity among the fan base that he left after 2015 and, and the Grey Cup win. Uh, from every player I've talked to, there's, there's no animosity whatsoever, it seems, about him leaving the team at that time to move on to something else. There's no question, and that's the CFL. You know, there's a business side of this as well, too. And, you know, from this locker room being at that, we were actually really excited and happy for the opportunities that he had. And, you know, he got to go and explore some other some other teams. And, and that's just the way that the CFL goes. Guys move around a lot. Coaches move around a lot. Um, but, you know, Edmonton as a community, we're community-owned, and it's a very passionate fan base. And, you know, so I understand there'd be some potential hurt there but i know coach jones is going to come back and um he's going to be even more engaged in the community long-term contract he's going to be here in the offseason these are all things that are going to show and prove that uh he's a different coach jones now and i do know uh from conversations with him that he's he's just excited to kind of start his long-term le- legacy um in this organization and edmonton's probably the best franchise for him to accomplish that dave morley actually stole my question so <laughs> i'll try it. you're on the hot seat dave. i'll try to I'm <laughs> trying to expand on it. But, yeah, I mean, this is, I think, any hire in in this situation, considering the year the Elks came off of, which is unfortunately one of the worst in franchise history, and especially since the 60s, any hire would have been, you know, met with some sort of trepidation. But, you know, uh, what? what sh- I, I, I know you, you kind of explained about how you felt at the time and how the players felt about Chris Jones leaving, but what would you say to fans right now 
who are really upset that the, the the organization hired him back and they're saying you hired a guy that that bolted after two years what would your message be to those fans that are really upset about this hire well i think what you're going to see with coach jones is even just from my conversations i've had here you know he he made moves that he had to make for his family his career um and and it was the right move for him from the player side the organization side there's no hard feelings from us from that perspective but i do understand why fans would would look at that a different way and i think that he's going to do a good job of uh you know reconnecting with all those fans being out in the community even more than he was before um you know filling the seats and, and he's going to prove himself he, he's a He's not a talker. He's a doer. Um, you know, he stands by his word. And, um, you know, I know that the fans are going to see that quickly reconnect because I know how much the fans in this community connected with him in 2015. And, uh, you know, that was some of the busiest stands I've ever seen. Fan, you know, it was packed. There was energy in there. Um, you know, he did such a good job while his time was here. And, of course, we're going to be upset as Edmontonians to have a, a coach at that level leave. But that's just, uh, you know, part of the business. And I'm just grateful that he's back here. And I know the city of Edmonton will be too. Ryan, How about the perception? Go ahead. Oh, you got another one, Dave? Oh, Follow yeah. One, one more. Yeah, one Go more. Ahead. Sorry about that. Um, the perception, you know, or not the perception, but but how how does how well does Chris Jones uh, the job of quieting the noise? Because remember, fourteen and fifteen, there was still noise around your team about oh, you know. Chris Jones does things this way and that way, and we don't know if we like that. And I think you kind of, as a team had a persona of the villain you didn't mind playing the villain but how good is chris jones of, uh, at kind of keeping the noise out of the room which is now doubly important that he's the gm but but how good was he at just saying it's so it's about what we accomplish on the field and don't worry about what other people say yeah and you know to answer that it's you know, coach jones took that on his shoulders too and he i remember before we started you know limiting some some of the stuff that caused that villain aspect but you know he, he said i'm going to take some heat for this and this is what i think this team needs right now we had you know a very uh, multi-dimensional locker room we had a lot of guys a lot of different energies a lot of people that you know we just wanted to keep close we had a family kind of style team uh we hung out together we'd go bowling we all sorts of stuff that i've never done on a football team especially professionally so that was something to me that i thought was pretty cool that he, he knew something was special in that room and you know at the end of the day regardless if it's villain or not or however it wants to be perceived you know we won a great cup and you know the last great cup uh, that this organization has won so i think um you know the city of edmonton definitely enjoyed celebrating the great cup as long as i uh, i did as well too at the city uh i think your break at crystal glass is up so you probably gotta go back to work eh? i know hopefully ken frantrick isn't listening because uh <laughs> this is my uh, auto office meeting i had to run down to real quick so Folds uh, thanks Thanks for coming by, Ryan. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, good to talk to you guys. Uh, that is uh, Ryan King, former long snapper uh, with the Edmonton Elks.